bartenders, and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, Live Jazz, Live DJs Thursday, Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. Altacast here on Mutiny Radio. High noon. Haven't had a chance to smoke yet. I mean, I did before I left the house. That was like three hours ago. Oh my gosh. Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, will be here hopefully very soon to support me and tell me what's going on in the news because I only pay attention to the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Working on the website right now. Woo! Luddite Benjamin, working on a website. Who would have ever thought that I would be creating 76 web pages at all? Oh, man. Programming. I do not envy those who do it full time. I have to do it a couple weeks a year, and I'm like, ah! Well, I hope that the, the Sheriff of Truth is on our way, because otherwise, it's going to be a strange and boring day. I want to tell her all my special news, too. I got to go up the punchline on Sunday. That was exciting. I had a B-plus set. I'm not going to give it an A. I didn't knock it out of the park. That was funny. Uh, but it wasn't... Uh, it was a B-plus. It was fine. It was good. It was good enough. It was good enough. But, uh, hey, we've got so much comedy here at Mutiny Radio. I hope that you come every Friday at 8 o'clock for the Comedy Clubhouse. It's a lot of fun. We've got great comedians. I I tell you who's on this week, but I don't I don't remember because all I'm thinking about is the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. That's like the only thing that exists in my life. But other than that, I mean, I guess it's been a it's been a strange week. I got to have lunch with my wonderful friend for her birthday, the good doctor. She took me to a place called Slanted Door, which was incredibly expensive. And it would have, might have been better to, to go to Toulon. Hey, it's Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth. She's made it. I was just potentially looking for other things to entertain the listening crowd. But you made it. Yay. So we know what's going on. Yay. Not, oh, no, you have a new red hat. Yeah, I ordered another one. <laughs> uh, she should be. Last week, Latoya uh, left the building, and she was rushing to get her Uber, and I guess her really cool supreme red hat fell off, and then a questionably housed man walked by seconds. within seconds and picked it up. Within seconds, she came back in, and she's like, where's my hat? And we're looking for the hat. There's no hat. Oh, Fuck well... Her. San Francisco, taken, ah! taken where it can, taken so. where it can. I know, my goodness. Well, 
I had an exciting, I've had, an, I've had a pretty crazy week. I had a slight nervous breakdown on Saturday. Oh, oh, what happened? Oh, it's and okay. And I ask about that sign, too. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, um, I'm starting to sort of gain a reputation in San Francisco as maybe the Mitzi Shore of San Francisco. And I enjoy cool. that. That is cool. Really except cool. that what a lot of people don't know is that Mitzi Shore slept with all of her young darling comedians. So she sl- did she sleep with Richard Pryor? I don't know. I don't. I think that they were probably in the same age group. What I mean, like, is in the 80s and 90s when she was, like, my age, she was getting all of this new talent and having sex with them. And that, and that, I'm not having sex with any of them. But I do really, really love hanging out with my 23 to 26-year-old boys that are special young comedians. And I'm not sleeping. I just hang out with them. I'm, I'm not. There's nothing untoward I didn't think happening. But... Friday night, I was doing a bunch of shows after my show. I was out really late on Friday. And uh, I went to this one late open mic at Michael Collins, and it was really fun. And I was talking to one of my young comedian friends that I guess he... I Okay, I was really drunk one night, and he gave me a ride home, and I guess I touched his leg, and it made him feel really, really uncomfortable. And he... He's like, you, he's like, I'm gonna give you some advice, and blah blah blah. And he was like telling me all this stuff at the bar. He's like, you're not gonna remember anyway. And Wait, I'm like, whoa. motherfuckers, you just think I'm a drunk old bitch? Is that what you think it is? Like I'm a drunk old lady trying to take advantage of young comedians? I mean, give me a break. We're in San Francisco. None of us are gonna do anything or get any famous or go anywhere. We're just having fun doing stand-up comedy, and that's the whole thing. It's like, I love hanging out with young hot guys. So. I get to do that. I don't see a problem with that. Wait a minute. Right? Okay, so he was like, blah, 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 you can't do that. So I had kind of a, I had kind of a tailspin on Saturday. I was like, I'm a terrible person. All the comics hate me, blah, blah, blah. I'm sexually harassing boys. And it's part of like my, a lot of my new jokes right now are around being through menopause and having this crazy sex drive and um, boys, boys, boys. And so it's part of my material, but I guess it's spilled over into real life for some people a little bit too hard. And but it was an accident. It wasn't like your your did your hand stay there? No. I don't know. I was drunk. But and was I? I mean, okay, so what I first should say is that I attribute I got to get up on the punchline on Sunday. And so now I've been at the punchline twice since I started going back in September. And why did I start going back in September? Well, there's two reasons. One I came back from Athens, Greece, and I was like, I need to double down on this comedy thing. It's time to start going to the punchline again. But two, it's because these comics were going to the punchline. I'm like, I want to hang out with these cute young comics and sit next to them, and they make me feel like I have a security blank or whatever. And so I've been hanging out. The only reason for me to go to the punchline is that my cute boys are going to be there. And you know I can sit next to Sammy or next to Nathan, but no more next to the other one who thinks I'm a sexual harasser. So. That's weird. It, well, it is it is what it is. People take me different ways and people either like me or hate me. And I guess I, I offended this young comic because, I, yes, I was sexually attracted to him. I no longer am. It turned off the switch. It's not the one I'm thinking of, right? I don't know. I don't want to say his name because I don't want to like no, no. call him. Um, you don't, probably don't know him. 
Oh, they all have legs, sweetie. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> but he does. He has beautiful thighs. That's why I probably touched his thigh in the car. They're all athletes. God but damn yes, it! I don't know. It's which not. One. It's not Nathan though. It's so then. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking to Nathan and Sammy, and and to Nick Scarpino too, who I think is a really good-looking comedian. He's married, but still, you know, I talk to him. He's a cute-looking guy. I mention it. It's the new feminism. <laughs> women weren't allowed to objectify men in the past. Men were always allowed to objectify women. Oh, like she's not hard on the eyes. Like that's just something that you would say that like that's night. Well, these boys aren't hard on the eyes either. You know what I'm saying? So I'm objectifying men equally, and some men are taking offense to that. Oh, little sweetheart, welcome to the 45 years of my life. Like when we were little. It was, you better be sexually attractive, otherwise you have no worth. And then it becomes, anyways, things are different now. That's so good. Get used to it. Hey, if you work out all the time and you've got sweet, hot thighs and we've been drinking for hours, you don't think I'm going to, I don't know. I I shouldn't have, uh, no permission, no consent, shouldn't have touched his leg. I was drunk. I was very attracted to the young man. Okay. So then... I have my little tailspin on Saturday, and I'm just like, everybody hates me. Every The world is, what am I doing with my life? Uh, even the young comedians that I'm trying to help think I'm an asshole. And so Sunday, I go to OMG to do a set first, and I talk to, hi, I talk to Nick Scarpino first, and I tell him about this. I say, oh, this young comic said that I sexually harassed him and blah, blah, blah. And Nick goes, there's no such thing. He's like, there's no such thing. There's no such thing. Like, you, you didn't. You're, you're fine, Pam. You're fine. It's the same joke about, like, you know, when boys have, when girls have sex with their teachers in high school, the teachers get in trouble. When boys have sex with their teacher, they get a high five. They get a high five, and only one of them comes forward. You know, there must have been nine others that are like, shut the fuck up, bro. You know, what's <laughs> like, weird is there's a lot of female teachers that are getting busted, too. But wait, go, go back to okay, wait, so going so wait, back. Okay, so we're, we're, we're at OMG. I'm hanging out with Nick Scarpino, and I'm telling him the story. And he's like, ugh, little snowflakes. And he's like, you got to double down on this. He's like, when you, whenever you meet a new comedian, don't, don't shake their hand. Grab for their dick and just do like a dick shake. And I was like, you know, that's an interesting thing because, you know, then we'd all know what we were dealing with. We'd know why their ego is so big or why they're so humble or we'd know all these other things. And then he's like, don't grab people's dicks. I'm like, I'm not going to grab people's dicks. Who do that's people think assault. I am? That's assault. I'm not going to. I'm not going around assaulting comics. We're not going to start all these crazy rumors. So I came up with this idea, and I think it's amazing. The 12 hottest, sexiest San Francisco dude comics. So what I would do is they'd apply to be part of the show, and they'd send a picture. And then we put that out on the bacon and on the form sites or whatever, and we have everyone vote on the internet and blah, blah, blah. And then we pick 12 comics for the show. Right? So there's a... Okay, okay. So then there's a show here at Mutiny Radio with the 12 hottest comics, and then the audience and everyone ranks them. I like this, but we might get in trouble. And then, why? Why wouldn't... Because, hashtag him too. Yeah, but hashtag, I would like to be the seventh hottest comic in San Francisco. Oh, this is unisex. No, 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 no. Oh, it's just dudes. It's just dudes. Girls don't come here. (laughs) Because I'm... (laughs) So it's just dudes. Just dudes. Just but I, I think it's a great idea. And then and then once I have the 12 hottest, I make a calendar. I think you mentioned this calendar thing a while back, too. Merch for Mutiny Radio. The 12 I, hottest dude ca- uh, comedians in San Francisco. For 12 months a year. 
Wouldn't I don't that think be fun? I don't think that's a bad idea. I think it's a great but we idea. we can't have little soft-ass little pussies. Well, so that's the whole thing. The night goes on. I talk to Nick Scarpino. I'm on stage. I do that like joke. I'm like, I think this is a great idea. Who wants to apply? And people are like thinking it's funny and not funny. So then I go to the punchline, and I got up. That was great. I had a B-plus set. Nice. It wasn't an A. I did not get out of the park. But I did my best. And it was a full room. It was a completely stacked room. I didn't do as well as I did at Halloween. But I did, I did well. Did real good. Had good enough. B plus, B plus. So then after that, I get in the car with Sam and Nathan and we're driving to Milk Bar and they're scary little cars. And so I had I had texted both Sam and Nate and said, Hey guys, I kinda got read the riot act a little bit last night. If I ever touch you or do anything like untoward or weird, please just tell me. Like I want us to be friends and I don't want to have problems and I mean, we all know that I find you both incredibly attractive. I love hanging out with you. You make me feel super cool. Right. You make an old lady feel cool. They're, <laughs> they're busting music in the car that I've never heard of. I, I, I'm 45 and I'm hanging out with a 23 and a 26 year old. I'm feeling pretty cool. So we get to Milk Bar. I do a set there. Iceman Zero's there, Kelvin. And I do my set at Milk Bar and I get off stage and he goes, God, it's so funny. You did better here than you did at Punchline. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Why do I do better? Okay, so I did very much. So then I'm like, I should go home. And the boys are like, no, 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 no. Come to Ireland's 32. Pick up one last set. Okay, okay, okay. So they drive me over to Ireland's 32. It's getting super Where's late. that at? Uh, it's on Geary. So I was like, oh, I'll just take the 38 home. It'll be easy. I get there. I'm... This is Saturday night, this right? This is Sunday night. This, this is, is Sunday after, night. so it's Monday morning, technically. So I pull the comic aside... Because he's that who, who read me the riot act on Friday, and I tell him about my idea about the calendars, and he got so mad. He's like, I was like, I'm gonna double down on this. He's like, God damn it, Pam, I'm getting so angry. Oh, like I was really pissing him off. I'm glad you were pissing him off. I, that's what I felt. So I've I'm never glad. felt I've never felt that feeling before, like the big brother feeling of like I'm pushing your buttons, and now I, like I feel that. like I can push this comedian's buttons, and push. I don't want to because now it's just you, now so you have to. fun. It's fun. I've never experienced that I've never been in a situation push, like that where push. I've been able to push buttons on someone where I'm like I know how, exactly how to fuck with this person and I and I like him as a person very very much where, his opinion of me just keeps going lower, is and, this, lower and lower and this person is he new to the city or is he one of those uh, snow soft flakes no, that no, are from here he's, uh, he, he's not He's not from here, but he... Um, he sounds soft as fuck. He's pretty soft. Yeah. He, he just... He just want. I mean, I get it. I don't. I mean... I don't. I don't get it. I can't. I can't. He like, doesn't want to be sex. He doesn't want... He doesn't want positive attention from a sexual source. Let's Maybe that put it that way. He, like, I used to hang out with gay dudes because I liked positive affirmations from a non-sexual source. Yeah, but if you put... You're not usually the type to, like, be like, oh, I'm going to rub your leg... Kind of thing. I'm not. I'm you're really probably not. like one of these. If I'm like a, you're I'm probably like, a like touching yeah, the, I, I touch people. I'm you're, a toucher. You're, you're touchy. Not. I don't want to even say touchy feely, but you're yeah, hands on. Right. Kind of like ha 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 pat tap whatever. And maybe he just doesn't. He doesn't like to be touched. He and he thinks. Him. I mean, maybe he was touched when he was a kid. I don't know. I don't um, know. But I mean, I think he went way left and now it's just like well fuck it now i'm gonna really fuck with you <laughs> yeah, so no gonna, i'm i'm right i'm right along with you fuck with them yeah yeah 
Well, make I want to do the show. I, wanna, I want you to make him cry now because no, honestly, I don't no. ever want to. Actually, though, that's crazy because I have a lacrimation fetish. I don't know if anybody remembers this from past episodes, but when dudes cry, I find it very, very hot. Like oh. I'm, I'm totally attracted to like what? to really vulnerable. The two there, there are probably there's a couple things I'm really attracted to. One Criers. is damage. I love damaged dudes. You like I, to fix people. I've always loved dudes that have been in jail or have like mental issues like you you you're bipolar come on over like i love it i love boys <laughs> with damage i love it um i i, I like I, you cry. I used to have a theory of the kind of guys i used to like which i retired i used to uh tell my friends i like my dudes dusty with problems yeah so see, no, the dustiness the that can include you know emo you know emotional uh, uh, dirt yeah mm-hmm. mentally mentally damaged drug addicts alcoholics uh not not like heroin drug addicts more like more like i'm a party i'm a partier kind of drug addict right which i had that was the first one i had to retire because i'm like this shit's getting too dangerous i gotta let yeah i gotta let this one go the alcoholic that one i had to let go next because i was just like he kept losing jobs so i'm like no and that was when i was paying the bills Mm. and so i'm like no more of that you start to get resentful yeah that 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 had to be retired so now i'm stuck in the realm of oh he's just a little bit you know he suffers from like depression and he might have a little bipolar going on there but hey who is it crazy who's not crazy so i'm at level three i've retired (laughs) one and two You've shaken the dust out of the drawer. Yeah, I mean, at least like someone that has a, you know, that has some types of mental illness, at least they can keep a job. Yeah, I mean, a drug addict and alcoholic can't really function. It's it's hard. I mean, alcohol. I'm telling you, I so I stayed up until like three. Uh, So on Sunday, finally, we had Ireland's 32. Oh, there was something in between where I told Nathan and and um, and and cutie pants um, fucking Sammy. I was like, okay, so am I doing this to you? And and Sam was like, you can never sexually harass me, Pam. He's like, whatever you're doing, triple it. It's great. Uh, Like, okay. (laughs) He's like, never be afraid. He's like, you have permission to touch me whenever you want. I'm like, what? No, but he's the one That's where awesome. he's got this great, he's got like this six pack, eight pack thing. Cause he's a, he's a bike messenger and he just rides his bike around all day. Hey. He's, he's, he has, he has, he has Brad body. His body is like, whoa. Yummy. So then you've got like Nathan on one side. It was like the tall hammer thrower from fucking Mississippi or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, that was he's the one so I big. Of. One time he picked me up and moved me over. I got so wet. He just picked me up. He, Cause I was like, am I sick? harassing you he's like i am not threatened by you whatsoever and he like physically picked me up and like moved me three feet in the other direction i was like this guy i love this guy. so he's like big and beefy but then sam is like tall and lanky and he has like his he's it's they're just both have beautiful bodies they're just completely different and i love both of them very very much and they're both fine with my attentions. You know, the good thing is if you <laughs> what you're talking about with these individuals is like, you know, you're you're not just talking about their physique and their looks. You're actually talking about these guys are actually pretty funny and they have personalities in contrast to when you know, men in the office would talk about 
their female counterparts like oh yeah she's got big tits right right but right. that's it that's all she has there, there's she has nothing there other than big tits oh no they're you smart know. and funny too yeah i mean like interesting to me that's not and they think they hang out with me and i'm so old. i mean they're you're not just you're not just getting a hard on for the looks it's the fact of like no these are actually cool individuals that have personality and character you know uh, rather than like i love a six pack and watch out for that v Oh my God! They both have those. Jesus Christ! Ooh, no, they're they're both very, 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 very pretty. But they're also very funny and personable, and they've been driving me around, and they make they're me feel gentlemen. cool. Yeah. Oh my God! This was the best thing. Okay, so Sam is driving his car from one place to another, and there was this person who was obviously super drunk in front of us, and he pulled his car over. She was about to do something really dangerous, like going. Oh, she was lane. driving. She. This girl next to us was driving, Ooh. and so Sam is driving, and I'm there. And, car and, share, baby. And so, and and Sam goes, that girl is obviously drunk. And Nate's like, drive on by. And I'm like, just keep going. And he stops the car, gets out of the car and says, I love you, sweetheart. Let me help you. And she's like, Ugh. and she's like, no, this person's keeps coming. That guy right there, he's coming to drive my car for me. And so Sam's like, hey, dude, are you sober? And he's like, yeah. She's like, she's not. Are you helping her out? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy. And so that's awesome. I was like. Holy fuck, dude. That's Who does that? What a nice boy. Most, yeah, that's What actually, a sweet, what, sweet what boy. What a nice boy. What a ah. sweet, sweet 23-year-old darling. Yeah, because he could have killed some. She could have killed, killed someone. She could have killed someone. herself. Herself. She was good. She was about to do an illegal right turn, not onto a road, but onto a bike path. It was up in the hate. We were up in the hills. Oh, so there's always bikes. It doesn't matter what time. Yeah, and there's, there's always someone zooming down. It's time, and it, people are drinking, and it's, you know. But he... I was like, oh my God, dude. He, he got his ass out of the car. No one he did. got his ass out of the car. Like she could have pulled a weapon. Wow. And I she mean, was drunk. This person, she was yeah. moving all over the place. Ooh, Very Lord. confusing. Yeah. I, she lucky the popo wasn't right there either. Absolutely. Yeah, that would have been DUI. We know about those. We know about those. <laughs> but so that was a. That's actually, that is that. Okay. He's a good, they're all stand up dudes. And the stand up, but um, she, minus the other guy. And. And they make me feel really cool because they're like cool guys. But it's one of those things. But you, you're cool too. No, thank Mitzi. you. Well, there's, there's a, <laughs> there was an article that somebody was quoting to me, and it was that people who are really good looking have a tendency to say that the world is fair, whereas people that are not as good looking are more apt to say that the world is not fair. And that's really because when you're fucking good looking, you can get away with a lot of shit. I guess that's true. Yeah, you know. Come yeah. on now. No, I don't. I don't. I really don't. I don't put myself as good looking. What? I, I mean, that's because no. damn, you hot girl. But, well, thank you. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I've got confidence now, but in, in contrast to like in my twenties. But no, I never yeah. put that in perspective. Yeah, wow. I have more confidence now than I ever did. So, so I wish I had the confidence you, now. You still have it. Well, no, I, I have it now, yeah. but back then I didn't. I oh, no, no, oh back God. then. This is why I'm getting so older insecure. is a little bit better no, when it comes terrible. to that. Because I just keep like, I'm I'm so old. Like, no, it's so, God, shut 45 up. 45 is really old. Oh, my. Are you kidding me? Shut your ass up. I'm Do you dumb. know all the cool people? Are like in their 40s. I'm like knocking on it. Mm. And think about like, I mean, who is really cool that's in their 20s? I, I can think, I can't think of anybody really cool right now in their mm. 20s. This was another thing my buddy Iceman, Iceman Zero said to me, and I was very like, wow. Um, 
because I was saying, oh, what is my values? Because we walked from OMG to Punchline, and I was like telling him all this stuff because I'm friends with him or whatever. And he was like, because I was saying, oh, what my, I feel like people don't value me, and I don't know what my worth is. And he goes, well, there's a mathematical concept for this. He's from Taiwan. He's he's very very smart, and he's a computer guy. And he says there's a there's a mathematical equation to figure out your self worth. And what you do is you take the eight people that you spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. And you're the average, so that's how you find out what your worth is. And I, I find that that's too mathematical for me. It's very mathematical, and and it, it doesn't have to do. I don't think anything monetarily because none of my friends. I have one friend with money. <laughs> is it the dermatologist? Yeah, it is. She I took do. me to lunch at the Slanted Door on Monday. Oh, nice. I've never been there. I heard oh, that place is really good. Oh uh, no. Okay, it, it's Thai, right? It's. Vietnamese, just go to Toulon. Okay, so one of our appetizers was the Imperial Rolls, and there were three of them, and they were tiny. They were like this big. I'm not kidding. They were tiny, and we're supposed to wrap them up in the lettuce. And it was fifteen dollars for that damn. for three little five dollars a piece. You can go to Toulon, and you can get. We could have gotten the same amount of food at Toulon Where's for Toulon a quarter at? of the price, Sixth Street. Okay. It's I mean it's a dirt bag place, but it's great <laughs> Vietnamese food. But oh, I know what you're talking about. So the yeah. bonus of being at Slanted Door is a the view is amazing. We sat I sat right next to London Breed. I, I was staring at London Breed, the mayor, the entire That's lunch. Awesome. I was like, Katie, behind you is the mayor. It's London Breed. We had a bottle of wine. She spent a lot of money on that Vietnamese food. We're I mean, it was two, good. Probably around two or probably something. About two fifty, including the bottle of wine. She got a bottle of wine so that we could day drink. Um, oh, that's a good. Friend. It was said she's great. It was her birthday. She took me out for her birthday because she's amazing and she loves this restaurant. And I get it. Everyone's in suits. Everyone's hoity-toity. It's great. But the Ooh, funny you thing you got is, to dress up and shit. I did my best. Oh, shut up. She dressed I, up. I was. It she was She she put a, I, she put I on some rouge. I I put on a little bit of makeup and I did have my I matched. I made my clothes <laughs> match and I didn't wear my fuck trunk jacket. I wore like a leather jacket so I didn't look like a dirt bag in this incredibly expensive. I'm sitting here and I didn't I didn't say anything to her because I was like. I didn't want to be like, we should have gone to Toulon. <laughs> Next time she comes in the city, I'm taking her to Toulon. You're like, I'm paying I'll for show it. you a mom and pop place. Yeah. Oh my God. We could have gotten the same like amount of food and it would have been Wait, just. Where does she live now? Or she's, she owns a house in Walnut Creek. Oh yeah. She got money. Yeah. No, she's the, she's the chief of dermatology for Kaiser East Bay. She's oh the, yeah. I yeah. didn't realize she worked for Kaiser. I knew she was yeah. a dermatologist. Yeah. Maybe she can help my skins. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Oh, that's fine. Oh, yeah. I do have to leave early because I have to be at work early around three because there's the JP fucking Morgan convention. Oh, there's a bunch of fucking shit. bankers. Yay. Everyone in suits. This makes me crazy, too. Okay. Mm. Last night. Last night I work all night. Uh-oh. $15 in tips. And we did a big night. We were very busy. Hopefully the credit card tips come through and they actually did something. But I'm telling you, I'm running the thing. We've got the tip jar there. Whenever they use their card, I spin it around and it says numbers on it. 10%, 15%, 20%, dollar, two dollar, three dollar, whatever you want to give us. And so many people just weren't tipping. And I just not don't even, understand. Uh, not on the credit cards? Not on anything, yeah. Mm. But this is the thing I don't understand is why do bartenders get a dollar a drink? They make one move. They get a glass, they fill it up, they give it to you. Three moves. Glass, fill, give. Our time. Money. Four. Four. When, when, when I'm making food, when you order a taco, 
I have to A, take your order and do all that. Then I have to go and get the tortilla and put it on the grill. Wait, do you deliver it, it to them too? I do. Okay. I that's, put it on the okay. grill, I flip it over, I take it off, I put the stuff inside, I put the toothpicks. How many moves is that? Then I put it in the deep fryer and then I watch it. Then I have to take out the toothpicks once it's super hot, open the thing up, put on the special things on it. And then deliver it. Okay. So we're talking like 10 to 15 I, moves per item. And if you don't give me a dollar, you make me feel like a Downton Abbey slimy servant. I think what it is, I mean, it, it would be different if you probably didn't take the take their food. But it seems like nowadays, like people tip their baristas. And then even when you go and order, if you walk up to a counter, it seems like it, you, it seems like now, I don't want to say you're forced to tip, but it's it's. It's nice to tip, but the fact that you're actually going over there to deliver your food, yeah. you know, you ask where, where are you guys going to be sitting or if they I have a number, a number. yeah, them. and then you go over there. I mean, it would be appropriate, especially if you have the system where, you know, you have the option of like 10, 15, 20%. So yeah. even if, if, even if it's, if it's 15%, it's something, even 10%, you know, 10 is something. something rather than like, Oh, nothing, you know, nothing. It's just, it's crazy to me because I'm like, why? What's the demographic that goes in there now? Because it's like, all, there are a lot of, a lot of rich people, a lot of people with nice clothes and using cards and okay. a lot of, it's I not mean, as grimy as it, it used to be. Well, there's still the grime, but here's the thing. The grimy people tip. Those are the ones that my buddies, were, those are my people. The OGs. And one of the guys last night made me so pissed off because he's like, I know what you're going through. I'm in the service industry. And then he didn't tip. And I'm like, you're not in the service industry, you pile of dog shit. How do you do? It's That's just rude. the thing that just doesn't make a lot of sense. I think they think that bartenders are paid less hourly because they get tipped. That used to be a thing. It still is a thing, but even in the service industry, like you are getting as a server, you're getting the same amount as a bartender. And you're basically also you're basically cooking and serving. Yeah, I'm cooking and serving. So you're actually doing more work than And like, I'm and I point of sale. Yeah, so you're actually doing more, Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. Okay, so you're... Okay. I All know. Right. It's crazy to me. But so, so this is my observation. They uh, think, okay. and it's true. I do make minimum wage. So I think they think That's still that they enough. don't have to tip because I'm being paid some special salary. And it's like, no, no, no. because even now bartenders and servers get paid minimum wage now. Yeah. And we mostly live on tips just like you. You're actually doing more of the work in contrast. Yeah. Uh, but you tip out your, you tip out your chefs, right? Nope. You don't. No, some restaurants. I did work at a place that did that, and I said, "Fuck that." They get paid more than us. Ah, see, there we no, go. There no, no, you, no. I but mean, I'm, but, but I'm, as, yeah, but the I'm thing in a dirtbag place. But yeah, the thing is, like, you're like, I would say it's like more of a mom and pop place mm -hmm. where you are. But this is why people, when you order your food, you need observation is key. You need to check out your surroundings. You need to see who's back there cooking your food. And plus, also, too, it's a safety thing to see who's cooking food and if it's clean. But also, too. Oh, like, I am so crazy about washing my hands. Yeah. I mean, but like, I, even I, if I touch my hair, if I touch anything on my face, I wash my hands. If I touch any money, that's the other thing is when I'm doing point of sales and I'm cooking, I have to take your money, put it in the thing, and then run back, wash, wash my your hands, hands, and then, and then start. Out, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, the thing of the matter is people can see if you're the only one back there yeah because it's oh that's it's open it's open so they see oh ain't this a bitch oh hell no no and they watch us no everything for no y'all motherfuckers need a tip come on you see the one person busting my ass and and i know where because people are watching you 
and so nah nah and then you gotta come from around there and deliver it pick up the number and go back and do whatever you have to do yep. last okay. night yeah. last night i specifically didn't take people's garbage from their tables because i was like y'all didn't tip me i ain't taking your trash i don't blame you come on now I that's was, that's was, I get salty is it, about and that. Is it now like a lot of young? I haven't been to Benders in a minute, oh, dude. Please come. Bye. Is it? Yeah. Um, it's a lot of late twenties, early thirties, uh, techie people that, like, some even of those people piss me off too. One time, this is very funny. One time, this entire group from Beta Brand. I don't know if you know they make the. Um, yeah, I've heard of. They them. make the special pants, the yoga pants, <laughs> yeah. and they're on they're on Valencia there. And they all came in for a work meeting and they all ordered food. Oh, God. And, that was busy. And, the, yeah, and it was like a $180 tab and they didn't tip. And I kind of got up like a little bit of fuzz about it. I was like, I think I told Jonathan or something. And that and is then not Jonathan, bad for how many people? There was a lot of people. They had a whole meeting. There were a lot of people. It was a lot of food and they didn't. And so jo I told Jonathan and he started being really like loud about that. He should. And the people came by. They're like, did, you, did, did we not tip you? And I was like, no, you, you didn't. And then they, they threw us 30 bucks. And I was like, that's All exactly right, that's exactly what for on a hundred and eighty dollar tab. That's it's, what you should, should give be, us. Yeah, it's usually about thirty five, but it's a hundred. Yeah, but it's it's no, it's that's what they're supposed to give. Right. And I was like, thank God that you came back. I'm sorry that I had to complain. And no, be a, no. A I'm glad Jonathan it, was like saying like he got loud. He was just getting loud like motherfuckers not tipping. <laughs> that, that That's right. <laughs> gotta get ghetto up in here like He's how are you gonna come that. in here and have a meeting and have this person cook all this goddamn food you not tip and yeah. then i have to deliver it to you yeah i it's so hard when like i don't know it's yeah. fine I, I i complain complaining is not asking for help do you now do, do your uh, charge tips get on your check or how does that work yeah that's okay. the other thing is so i have to claim them that's why okay. i prefer cash because that's why yeah uh, you know i mean honestly no one really tips in cash anymore like it, it it I we like I I miss cash I do too but everything is basically card or Apple Pay now so I, people got mad at me yesterday because our Apple Pay was broken and they'd bring out their phone and they'd be like Ugh. I'm like bitch carry a credit card give me a credit card like this is and everyone should know that Benders is cash only anyways just not our side the bar side is cash only first of all I'm sorry. If you don't have cash, carry a credit card because not every establishment has Apple Pay. Apple Pay is faulty sometimes. Yeah, it it, it, it I mean, I have Apple Pay, but I always have a credit card with me just in case. And plus, I need that credit card too because if a place don't take a credit card, I gotta get me some cash. Right, right, right. People are so dumb. Like, you gotta have a backup plan. Well, you have to have a backup. I had a, so this this was the end of the story on Sunday night. So I'm I'm outside at the 38 bus stop. It's three in the morning. Jonathan's texted me a couple times. He's like, "You're coming home, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." I just I finally waiting for the 38. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. It's not coming, it's not coming. I'm sitting there, I've been there about 25 minutes. It's late, it's three in the morning. And a cab driver pulls over and says, hey, do you need a ride? And oh, I'm like, oh. I only have $4 left. I didn't, I'm out here because I ran out of money at the bar. <laughs> I can't buy any more booze at the bar. So I'm gonna take the bus home. I said, I only have $4, I can tip you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, get in. So he drove me for free. Oh, that's nice. At three in the morning, what a sweet, sweet cab driver. So it was like this crazy, 
this was just a crazy weekend. And then Monday was that day where I was supposed to get all this work done. And I blew it off because it was my friend's birthday. And then we just day drunk. We did day drinking all day. Oh, is this Slanted Door Day? Yeah, this was Monday. Nice. So Monday we went... We, we went to Slanted Door at 11.30. We split a bottle of wine. We went to my oh, house. You we had a lunch. Bottle of wine. Ladies lunch. Ladies lunch. And then we went to Bender's and had a couple beers. And then I came here and ran Joke Workshop. And I was tossed. It was fine. It was a good Joke Workshop. And then I headed over to Delirium because I had to host Delirium. Oh, sweet. Yeah, oh, you're so, doing something over there? Yeah. Mondays I help some stuff. Oh, um, cool. Anyway, so that was fun. Monday was Sunday and Monday were great days. I had a great time. Um, but yesterday was filled with just all the work I should have done on Monday. And then I worked at Bender's too. So, big all right. Day, big so, day. all right. The question is the door. What is that mess about? The door? The sign. Oh, yeah. So, um, we have applied for a limited uh, performance license with the city because there was a noise complaint after a couple full bands played here. Um, in December, in December there was a show, and everybody knows that you're supposed to be very quiet after 10 o'clock. And they had full drums in here, a full drum kit, and they were being super loud and crazy. And it was such a bummer because we didn't make a goddamn penny off the fucking show. And oh, then, shit. and then I had to pay $491 to get this permitting thing started. <laughs> so it's like. It's going to be great that we're going to be on the legal, and we never have been because it's never been a problem. But they have to come by with like decibel levels, and cause, oh shit, because even basically we can never have like full drum kit in here. Never, ever, ever. There's no reason to, because it's so loud that you have to make everything else louder to deal with the drums. Bongos are fine, triangles, shaky shakies, whatever the fuck, but Guitar. not. Guitar is fine, but at all these huge amps, it just doesn't make any sense. Look at this space; it's like the whole building shakes. So. There was some, it's one of those things, I can't be here all the time. That was one night where it's like, oh, this is so great. I don't have to be here on a Saturday and it's going to be amazing and we're going to make some money. No money. Not a penny. Are you serious? Not no a penny. showed up or? No, no. Tons of people showed up. Just the people who were running it didn't ask for money. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. And he's like, he's like, well, we, we ended up getting 18 bucks, but then we, you know, we gave it to the bands or whatever. I'm like, no, you have to. 18, a what? I know. So if this was a full house. Who I was, know. It was who, did you J, scold J.W. Megawick. He felt pretty bad, but I was like, dude, like now we have to get a performance license. It's $491 I had to shell out. We have to have this sign. I have to go around to every single neighbor and have them. I have to make a letter and have, have them sign it, and I have to bring that to the city. There's a hearing I have to go to. There's all this stuff, and I'm like, <sighs> I mean, it's great to be legal and everything, yeah. but it's hard when we don't have the... The, the I'm mad about the fact that did they just let people in? Like, come on in, yeah. Free I show. guess so. I guess they like, did. They were not five dollars at the door. Or I don't, they didn't three dollars. Like motherfucker. I know. People don't think about. Nobody else understands that I'm That's the business. one. No one understands that I'm the one that pays for everything here. And when they don't, they're a hundred dollars a month. Like I gave him this Saturday spot, and we worked it all out. And I was expecting at least a hundred dollars out of this, and nothing. Anytime you have some kind of show, two, three, five dollars, something, anything. Yeah. anything oh, you did you hear the other thing that happened on Friday night? This is the other thing that threw me into oh, a tailspin. Was that I? Okay, so I did a show at Best of SF, and it was great. I had a good set. It was a sold out show, but it was at eight o'clock, and then I rushed back here for Comedy Clubhouse, and I got to do the last set, and someone else was hosting. Uh, Polly Parptart, thank you, but the, I didn't. No one knew how to get the door or whatever. I had a board person and a guest. So the show ended and she said, 
great, so it's $10. We didn't get to collect from you at the beginning because we were getting started, and that's great. Unless you got your tickets on Eventbrite. And these five people walked out the door, and I said, did you get your tickets on Eventbrite? And they all said yes. And then I came over here to look at Eventbrite, and no one bought any motherfucking thing. They lied to me. These motherfuckers, five of them, came in here, watched the whole show from 8 until 9.30. We asked them to pay, and they lied. You got to collect the money ahead. Well, the problem was that I, I'm so overtaxed. Like, I had another show to be at, so I got a guest host, and I had my board off. And Jonathan said he was going to run the door, but then he couldn't because he threw his back out. So he was like, I don't want to be there. Don't nobody know how to collect money? Nobody? No, I guess not. I mean, Here's the thing. If I'm not here, nobody thinks about money because I'm the only person thinking about money. But how do you expect to keep the doors open, assholes? I don't when know. When you don't collect money. It's, I, that's, if you have to, that is like the first priority. If you want to still be able to perform here and have your freedom of speech and do comedy and all that shit you the lights have to be on you need to keep the building going yes. so you got to collect the funds right. i don't get i don't, I don't get it. it i don't get it i think everyone thinks i'm independently wealthy like they do, I, i'm not i'm no, not at all that's why that's that's why there's a box that says the dues box yeah everyone has to pay their dues yeah it's, it's hard I, I mean there's a sign outside that says five dollars there's a sign that says ten dollars or ten dollars on the, yeah. the box that just people Everyone wants everything for free. No, we live in San whole Francisco. World. I know. Ain't but, shit for free. But they, you're lucky you're getting something half price. They come in here and they think. So anyways, that was that was the other thing that put me into okay. tailspin. I was like, because that's 50 bucks. That's 50 bucks that the station didn't get because five people lied because they are horrible people. Well, they probably got robbed later. I hope so. Yeah. I mean. Because they robbed me. They robbed all the people here. <laughs> and that's the thing is, I paid all my performers in really great focaccia, pop focaccia. So I spent two and a half hours of my day making food so that I could pay the people that were on the show. Because mm -hmm. I can't pay them money. That, ain't that a bitch? I know! You know, so, something similar on Saturday night, it was late, and we're like at last call, a guy comes in, and he orders one of our beers, and uh, one of our McKellar beers that's $24 in the bottle. And, you know, we have to take a card and then he's like, I'm going to step out for a minute. And he's gone for a while. And I'm like cleaning up the bar. I'm like, where's this dude at? And so I'm closing out tabs and his card on the $24 beer does not work. What? The motherfucker never came back. He had half of the, the half of the beer, didn't finish it. I thought he went downstairs to use the phone or use the bathroom. He never came back, left his card, and that motherfucker was declined. It was a fake declined. Card. No, that shit was he declined. Declined. Yeah. He, he either he didn't have no money on it or it was an old car. It was some or, old car. But no, no, but it. he has he knew that Chad, fucking Chad came in, had a spot and leechie. Beer. A $24 beer? Yeah. Yes. That exists? Yeah. Oh, honey, there's more expensive beers. But the fact of the matter is, like, that's a $24 beer that I hadn't sold all night. And this motherfucker... Did you have to eat that? No. Oh, no. No. Because I got his car. How was I supposed to know that his that's car didn't true, work? That fuck face knew that he didn't... He never came back. He didn't finish his beer. He knew what he was doing. Fucking Chad Tyler. Have, have you ever been dined and dashed? Uh, I... Has that happened to me? I can't even remember. I, I, I'm probably probably like in my IHOP days in high school, but I was really good at catching people. Ah, uh, sure. So I mean, 
you can tell when they're looking shifty like they're yeah gonna i mean i've chased people too like you know who haven't paid their tab or something like that or you know the that the uh old fashioned like what just happened to me recently that's happened to me before where that card was declined yeah or or the person that started the tab who left and there's like a hundred and something dollars and their friends are still there and they're like oh well they're gone well oh you guys better take care of it yeah exactly you know that has happened i think more m- many times over than like someone dining or dashing or drinking and dashing did, did you did i did i tell you the story the, the one time i the, uh in san diego years and years and years ago uh i was at a bachelorette party and it was at a place downtown in san diego called the vault and it's because it was in an old bank and you can actually like dance in the vault. Anyways, drinks were very, very expensive. And at that time in the early thousands, it was like, maybe it was like 2001 or something. You know, a $9 drink's fucking expensive. Oh, like expensive a $7 bill, a $9 drink. Yeah. Well, I got there late because I was stage managing a show. Uh-oh. And so I didn't get there until like 1130. And I was like, I need to play catch up with all these bitches. So I had a couple Long Islands mistake. Oh, those are the expensive ones. Right. And then, well, they were like 12 bucks or something. But I was like, I, these have a lot of alcohol in them. I'm going to drink them fast, blah, blah, blah. So I had two of them. Well, I got so drunk. I bought drinks all these people oh, I think you've told me this and one. I I sm- I found there was a really thick curtains I smoked pot behind one of these curtains in the room like I was brazenly drunken stupid and at the end of the night <laughs> I actually drunk. I, I I find myself somebody picked me up out of the gutter literally in the gutter I'm literally I'm like oh my face is so cold and that's because I'm sleeping on the sidewalk I don't know where my friends are I'm throwing up the thing these people bring me a water and oh, I'm throwing wow. up in the gutter and my friends pick me up. Now, I don't remember any of this. My arms hurt so much the next day because they literally had to like drag me because I was so passed out. Jeez. So needless to say, Long I never, Island. I never got my card back. I left my card there. And oh, it no. must have had, it must have had like $391 on it. I'm not kidding. I was buying everybody, everybody drinks and, and I didn't even mm-hmm. think about it. And I left it open. I'm sure other people were buying drinks on my card. I don't know. You're being too fucking nice. Right. And I was crazy and drunk and it was late and it was stupid. So I, wake up and I'm in this hotel room I have no clothes on and I'm in a hotel room bed and I'm like what the fuck but I find a note and it's all the girls are like we went out to bagels you were dead (laughs) and it's like okay yeah 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 so in the middle of the night it turns out that I went to go to the bathroom and I peed in a potted plant and my friend Betsy McHugh said Pam that's not the bathroom and so I went and then I peed in the bathroom but there wasn't any pee left and then that was all in the night so anyway, I tried, I tried to get my card back and it became this big, huge thing where, because it was a Saturday night, they weren't open on Sunday, they weren't open on Monday, they weren't open until the following Thursday. So I'm like, how am I going to get my fucking card back? So on Monday, I called Wells Fargo and I said, "These charges. somebody are- stole my card, um, somebody stole my bag on Friday, uh, these charges were all made, this obviously is not my fraudulent. charges. Who, who would charge $391 to a bar? That's insane. And they were like, oh, okay, we'll take care of it. I miss those days. Uh, so I've like, actually ah! done that a couple of times. I didn't mean to, but I, the thing was I couldn't get my card back. Yeah. I was like, I went there the next day and it's locked. I'm looking online, trying to contact anyone. Nothing. So it was like... And then these are, that's what the early 2000s, do? so you don't get your card immediately. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then who knows where it is? So I, I got, I got, so I was, that was, that's one of the reasons I'm going to hell. That's one of the bad, that, no, was, a, that, that was, was a bad Pam. No, that was, that was Long Island. That was, that was Long Island Pam. That was White Girl Wasted. That was, I was so like, so stupid wasted. Now I would never drink two Long Islands in like a half hour. That's insane. That's like half a bottle of alcohol. Like with your body weight too. Yeah, I was a little bigger back then, but still, still. Yeah. It was. And it you was probably hadn't eaten anything in hours. Oh, right? I'm sure I hadn't eaten anything. Yeah. I'm positive, because I had just come from a show that I'd been stage managing. Yeah, you didn't. So I was yeah. like, I'm sure. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm drinking my dinner tonight. Yeah, I'm stupid. I learned, but learned a valuable lesson. Fuck, don't fuck with Long don't Islands. Don't fuck with Long Islands. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, man. I wish I didn't have to go to work early. I have to leave by it's all one. Good. Yeah, that's uh, I'm actually dreading today because. Uh, fucking. You know what's funny is we were talking about them last week about um, with the climate change and stuff and how they have money invested. You know, we, we mentioned them last week. And then all of a sudden, my manager's like, oh, yeah, there's a big uh, 20,000 people, JP Morgan. I'm like, ugh. When I went into work on Monday, it was like, you've seen, you've, of course, you've seen Stepford Wides. I called it the Stepford Suits. Yeah, It was sure. just a sea of nothing but blue, boring, basic suits. Yeah, they, they really expressed themselves in their ties and pockets. I know. And socks. I, I kept saying to myself, cocaine and hookers someone's gonna od tonight because oh. bankers i mean come on bankers they act conservative oh but no people with money spend it in strange ways oh yeah they do something strange for some change for real mm. so we'll see how tonight will be uh it just i don't i don't want to put up with it i'm still slow and i'm slightly still jet lagged too so sure my sleeping patterns fucked up well i consumed so much alcohol this weekend i've been doing this so i drank so much on friday that i didn't drink on saturday and then i drank so much on sunday then i had to drink on monday when i woke up on monday i was like i reek of alcohol i go to hug katie for her birthday and i'm like i reek of alcohol she's like let's get a bottle of wine (laughs) that sounds great wait was it white or red it was red it was a vapiatella it was really good it's one of my favorite uh varietals and and then it was just day drinking that whole day so yesterday was really hard for me like I that's the thing when I said I hate getting older like that's the thing is that when I drink hard or consistently like I used I used to day drink a lot and I can't do that very much anymore but when I the next day like I was dry heaves I was having trouble eating but I had to get so much work done that I just sat there the whole day and just plugged away at this computer business and I know you were like I can't wait to oh what you had to work yesterday too right yeah 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 but it was fine once I got to work I was fine and I didn't drink at work either and everyone's like people kept trying to buy me beers I'm like no I'm I'm no no I'm cool and they're like my liver needs to rest they're like who has switched we have we switched our Pam with a different Pam you're not gonna have you're not gonna be drinking racer fives trying to buy you a racer five and then when I I walked out the door like we finished cleaning up and I was I was out the door at like 11.05 which never happens I usually stay until 2 you're like and close it down I'm tired and I was like bye bye they're like where are you going what is the bed is calling me I was like man I I got a big day tomorrow I got a I've been. I was. I got here at nine because I'm doing all the website stuff. Oh shit! And so. So you you're like on the keys now for. Yeah, it's terrible. And then I have rehearsal at three. Well, two o'clock. I have some call me Tim and Edna's coming in. But at three o'clock we have rehearsal because I'm in this. I overcommitted this month. I've I'm in a sketch comedy show. Oh sweet. That's the. 
24th and 31st at 10 o'clock at Piano Fight. Just two shows. And we the tw- say that so the, the, say those dates. Thursday the 24th at 10 and Friday the 31st at 10. And so we're in this we wrote all these sc- sketches together. We've written all these scripts and now I'm like I'm supposed to memorize this stuff. I think if it's a Thursday, I can swing by the. Ooh, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. The scripts I wrote, I made sure that we'd be able to have scripts in our hands because I can't memorize that much stuff. I just can't. I've, I have too many jokes in my head. I can't. There's and and it, because it's next week, we have and we have tech on Monday the tenth, or Monday the twentieth, and I'm like, ah, this is crazy. You got a busy January. Oh yeah, I'm so busy, and so, uh, yeah, it's been. It's been weird because I I do okay when I'm busy, but I just I'm not paying any attention to Jonathan. We haven't spent any time together. Well, he'll understand. I mean, yeah. the the fact of the matter is like I'm I'm doing my career work. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm, my I'm big, doing my big career. This is my career yeah. work. Yeah. Shit. Well, the sketch comedy's fun, and I like writing it, and I do like acting quite a bit. But I am nervous about memorizing. You like that acting? Stuff. No shit. I do. I like acting a little bit. It's fun. It's good stuff. <laughs> But yeah, it's called Edna in a Bottle, and it's Edna in the Bottle tastes funny, and it's um, big check old that out. Show. Check I, it out. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, that's next week. That's and then next. The week, yeah, and next, then the week after. And the week yeah. after, so I can go on the 24th or the 31st. Yeah, it's going to be. All right. So yeah. note to self: do not pick up a shift on Thursday. <laughs> I'm starting to get greedy since I've been back from my trip. It's hard to, make... to be gone for so long. Yeah, and money and how does that all work? Yeah, and... I've been trying to like be very frugal as much as I can. Yeah, you no, know, I like that. if I can, like I, I paid the majority of my bills minus like student loans, but they're gonna have that's gonna come in late. You're gonna I'm gonna pay that late. Yeah, I mean, I would just say wait a whole year until hopefully Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders is elected uh, and they forgive yes, all the student debt. Yes, I did not watch the debate tonight or last night. Oh, um, I didn't either. What I'm hearing though is that they're saying that Bernie is up in Iowa. Like he's certain polls are saying that he's at number one great but now there's this bickering that's going on between bernie sanders and warren Uh so somebody um in the campaign um in warren's campaign said that bernie sanders um said that there's no way a woman could win whatever i don't think a woman can win any either i I honestly agree but that's not what he's the the problem is that's not what he said he actually was encouraging her in 2016 to run so somebody because her platform has kind of been flip flopping a little bit because she's down in the polls and i think she's hired some like you know um uh, spin master flash yeah so she has still a little bit of the progressives working on her campaign but she's got now some of the corporate dims putting their sticky fingers and trying to spin shit like that to be brutally honest america we're not going to have a woman president. No one's ready for it yet. They're still not ready. We like to think that we're equal. We like to think that feminism has taken root. We like to think it's taken hold. No. But what we know is that only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women. No, a lot Even of people women, hate black people. A lot of people hate A lot of people. people hate black women. A lot of people hate... <laughs> yes, that's very true. But uh, oh, I would say overwhelmingly... But I mean, honestly, I not enough point, women will vote for her. And if all the women, if all the women could, all the women could say actually, that's true. If all the women, there are more women than men. If all the women could vote for Elizabeth Warren, 
and not for Trump. Do you remember? Uh, if they could ignore their husbands and they could just vote specifically on the concept of vagina, she would win. But because there are too many women who are Republicans, or they vote with their husband, or they vote with their husband, like fifty-three percent of white women, or that they, that and I don't think that men are going to vote for a woman. I don't think they are. Maybe if the young young kids come out, maybe if the maybe if the young twenty-six-year-old snowflakes come out and <laughs> and they're like, it's time we're all equal. Hashtag him too. Yeah, I mean maybe if they come out, but there's too much. Our entire we've been. We, our country is built on like racism and misogyny. It's not, it's not going away. We'd like to think that we're more progressive and that we've been changing. It's gotten but, better, but we're definitely not progressive. That's no. for sure. And by this point, honestly, I don't care if it's a woman right now. I don't get me wrong. I would like to see one in the future, but at this point, this is like one of those, you know, if emergency pool right moments sure. because Rip we're point. at an emergency to get this fucker out absolutely and so i don't want joe biden of course but no. Uh, no. joe biden uh, what, uh, what is it someone said joe crow <laughs> instead of jim crow yeah, someone said joe funny. crow <laughs> um but you know i I like Elizabeth Warren. But I don't like the antics that's going on that the people in the campaign are playing right now, especially with Bernie Sanders, because that can be quite possible for him to win. You do that'd have so, that'd because be so great. I think we talked about this last week where we had uh, there were Bernie supporters that could not vote for Hillary, so they either a voted for Trump, b didn't vote at all. Right. So sure. he can get those people. You know, because mind you, Hillary did win the popular vote. But if you get those people that voted for Trump and uh, and who and the people that didn't vote for all, Bernie could take it. But the media, the mainstream media right now, it, they're really, really just being just gross. What if what if they ran together? Why can't they be? That's I I would presidents? be down for that because she's actually pulling really well with suburban white women. It be I think that. Her as president, him as vice, or either or is fine with me. Either yeah. way, double I mean, ticket. Yeah. That's what I don't understand is that why can't why can't both of them? We like them both. Let them run together. I mean that that's why I'm kind of I'm kind of salty about the fact that because like, that's supposed to be a big story and what they're trying to do is cr- they're trying to crush Bernie Sanders because he knows that he can make change and they know the fact that he's going to affect a certain demographic tax bracket yeah and they don't tax like that. the rich that's what they're there exactly. for exactly and those people especially in mainstream media don't like that of course not. you know so money. so what they're trying to do right now and plus I have to say Bernie needs a he needs to grow a little bit of Perry. It, if they're going to start playing these games, he's got to go a little bit harder. He has to. I've been paying attention a little bit. Ooh, no. Not emergency. <laughs> um, and, you know, he's trying to be a fair, not mudsling too much candidate. But when you're playing with some of like the DNC and the DCC and corporate Democrats, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They, they'll pull out. They'll they do stupid shit like this he's the one that encouraged her i don't it's it's a non-story focus on getting trump out motherfucker right exactly and that's the focus no i didn't say that sorry guys it's Uh, all it's all good we're uh we're winding down here today on the alta cast because my black ass gotta serve some bankers i mean not serve but get them drunk 
for the cocaine and hooker party mm. later. <laughs> the cocaine hooker party. It's going to be a fun night. I guess. It's going to be a good night. Well, luckily, I'm not closing the bar, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, I... I, I closed tonight. Well, and tonight's, it gets interesting because this last Wednesday, my boss who I was cooking with got super drunk. And so I did, I did all of it by myself Yikes. and uh, it was pretty busy. I did fine though, but he was kind of there to watch me, but he was, he'd been there all day and people had been giving him, I understand it's hard to day drink <laughs> and then work. <laughs> I but, don't, um, I can't do that anymore. No, it's, it's hard. That, I know. It's, that is something I will not do ever again. No, that's why. Yeah. I didn't last night. Cause I just, I was slow already. You know how alcohol the next day sometimes can make you slow. Oh yeah. That's how it's I, a depressant. Was. I was slow. I've actually been pretty good. I had, I had a drink on Monday. I didn't drink Sunday cause I was in bed all day trying oh. to sleep. I haven't had a drink since Monday. Shut up, bitch. She said that she didn't have a drink on Sunday. Yeah. She slept all day in bed. Yeah. I've been, Alexa. I've only, I've only, since I've been back, I've only drank, I've, two days good for you yeah i just haven't been in the mood tonight might be different though someone might drive me to that point yeah right it's the suits <laughs> fucking suits well good luck everybody go out there and vote hey check out the www.mutinyradio.fm look at the whole schedule go for me. the mutiny radio comedy festival we have a gofundme going on right now that's absolutely true we have a new app we have an iphone app that you can download and listen to mutiny radio and get your podcasts it's free get it from the app store mutiny radio get that app Join us on Instagram at Mutiny Radio SF. You can always Venmo us money if you want to be a badass. It's just Mutiny Radio, all one word. Come to an open mic. Come to a show. This Friday is going to be great on the Comedy Clubhouse. It always is a great lineup. I have no idea who's on it this week, but it's always really funny. Last week's was great, too. Just didn't get any money for it. But this week, I'm going to figure it out. Uh, cool. Hey, everybody, have have a great week and be nice to somebody. And don't forget to tip your servers or, or, else, <laughs> or else we'll kill you. We're going to start. That's actually a good idea for a movie, like two servers, like a bartender and a server that are actually become like superheroes or like super assassin killers and go after poor tippers. <laughs> Like, oh, I like that. Right? Like some surrealistic. By the way, that could that could be a B like a B movie. Yeah, like a slasher film. Like go out and <laughs> like go to their house and be like, "Microwave this, bitch." <laughs> when you come out, if you come out and you want me to cook for you, hold their you hand above the flame. You owe me 20%, you motherfucker. Hold their hand above the flame. They're like, Oh, I like that. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. And it's called You Will Tip. <laughs> and then there could be like sequels. Chapter two. Fuck tip, you. Tip. <laughs> the tipping point. <laughs> I think I've reached my tipping point. This is it. I'm going after him. <laughs> Sheriff of Truth rides again. Cool. I like the I yeah. made a visual of it. Yeah, I'm I'm too creative for my own good. Uh we'll be back next week with some more Ultacast. Yeah, buddy. Yes. Bye. Do you have me tune in on the breaker? Oh not yet. We'll give them this our our opening song again. Oh,
here to let you know that the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th. 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio MutinyRadio.fm Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go San Francisco MutinyRadio.fm Hit the donate button Stream them live Download a podcast Have some fun San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Venice. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship 
as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. El Rio. 
began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, hosting an incredible offside show. Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 3158 Mission Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive. You sure you ain't been tailed, man?
Santa. Roxy Theater is San Francisco's favorite nonprofit art house cinema, bringing you the best, coolest, weirdest, most thought-provoking movies of the past, present, and future. Hands down, there is no better way to get you. Like a river. 
river beginning to flow I felt the beat of my mind go drifting into time passages Yes, go falling in the fading light Time passages Buy me a ticket on the last train home tonight the kind to live in the past the years run too short and the days too fast the things you lean on the things that don't last well it's just now and then my line gets cast into these time passages there's something back there that you left behind oh time passages
Shields, and I got my radio station on for Rodney on the Rock.
step right on it. I'm tempting fate. Mm. It's getting late and I'm ripped. Mm. You know my mind is spinning. Tripped. The other side is winning. Before you count me out, let me tell you what it's all about. I always thought that I was in control. I always thought that I could play my role. But since I came to this town, my mind is upside down. I'm smashed just like a busted fender. Crashed. Where can a man surrender? Take me out, coach. I'm through. I'll get myself together in a day or two. smashed and uh, we're smashed as far as money goes so we need you folks to come out and and help us donate when you go to the website click on there and give us some some of that paper coated with chlorophyll dollar bill and this is this is going out to Tina Weymouth and her and her friends over in the Nassau area Flatback Plastic Mini Radio.fm.
CFO here, here to let you know that the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th. 
2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Claw Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Claw Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Here's Law Firm LLP, 180 Criminal Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. 